0: Hey, what's up? Cody Birch. Welcome back to the Cody Builds a Business Podcast. Today we are continuing the alternative traffic series with my friend Alexis Dean. Alexis has grown a really awesome business where she serves women via masterminds and high-touch events. And I'll let her explain in detail exactly what she does. But I really like her business. I like the model. I've been parts of communities like this. Of course, Alexis's community is only for women, but I've been parts of higher end communities like this. And I really like them. I like the amount of depth of networking and connection that can happen when you invest in yourself and you invest in a community like Alexis has created. And she's going to share with us today how she started this community, how she grew it based on referrals, based on word of mouth, based on having a great reputation. And it's something that we can all emulate. And I know something that especially as the world opens back up. I am dying to start a community just like this. Uh, And so I'm excited for you to check out this interview with Alexis Dean. Want to know what it really takes to build a thriving, profitable business from the ground up? Hey, I'm your host, Cody Birch, and this is the Cody Builds a Business podcast. Your unfiltered front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. Let's get started. Hey, before we go to the interview today, I wanted to make sure you knew about my newest workshop. It's called the Laidback Launch Workshop. And it's something that I am really, really proud of because when you go to launch your next program, course, membership, mastermind, whatever it is, you can get kind of bogged down in the details and the temptation is to go ahead and build the thing and plan a big launch and get JVs and affiliates. And it's actually the opposite of that, that I teach in the Laid Back Launch Workshop. We talk about how to validate your idea before you even build it, how to get your first few customers and how to build social proof and momentum towards a big spotlight launch in the future, should you choose to do that. So to check out the Laidback Launch Workshop, just go to codybirch.com slash laid back. We now welcome to the podcast, my dear friend, Alexis. Alexis, how are you today?
1: I am fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on,
0: Cody. Yeah, I'm excited to chat about your business and how you're driving traffic to your business and why you don't need hundreds and hundreds of thousands of customers, which you just reminded me of right before we hit record. I want to dive into all that stuff. But before we do, tell us a little bit about yourself, about Dovetail, about this awesome community that you have cultivated and curated over the years. What's that all about? Sure.
1: So uh, I am the founder and I. Myself a lead steward of the Dovetail community of woman entrepreneurs. I started about three years ago. Um, and I started it because it was what I needed at the time. And I knew that if I needed it, there are probably some other women that needed it too. So I had grown another company, a corporate training business, and hired on a number of staff, and we were growing pretty quickly. And I looked around and I didn't know any other woman entrepreneurs that were like me that. Uh, had a growing business and we're scaling up quickly and, and I didn't really have anybody to turn to who totally understood my life. And so I put together uh, what became our first Dovetail Weekend with 50 Women and it's grown from there. So that's been going for just on three years this year.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's how you and I got connected was through a other, another event company. That's the wrong word, but through Mastermind Talks about bringing together communities of entrepreneurs because it's lonely and scary and all that stuff. And you've created this community for women entrepreneurs, which in our previous podcast episode, whatever number that was, I can reference it in the show notes. Uh, but thinking through people like my wife, who's growing this new thing, she's got this course, she's got this awesome business, she's you know pivoting through the pandemic like a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. And the support of what your company provides um, has gotta be invaluable to, to those, those people working on the same things, growing their business, making an impact, implementing their ideas, to help other people and all that stuff. So, kudos to you for creating that community. Just what what are some of the outcomes, I guess, of people that have gone through your program or they're a part of your community? What what what's that like for them?
1: Yeah. So we have two, uh, main kind of groups within the dovetail community when we were running our live events and what we'll get back to eventually, we had our summit ladies who are seven figure plus business owners. And then we had our camp ladies who were running, growing and scaling, uh, smaller, but mighty businesses. And so now with our online masterminds, we have, uh, the dovetail mastermind, which again is those more experienced business owners. And then we have our hummingbirds because they're the smallest, strongest birds uh, in the, uh, the bird world, and there are small and strong businesses in our world. And uh, our ladies, you know, their experience in Dovetail has just been that they finally found their people. And not only are they around their people, these incredible women that we gather from all across North America, and now a couple of women from Europe um, and Australia, but uh, not only are they, you know, connected with them or, you know, going beyond that typical networking, but they're learning from each other and they're learning so much because. Our women are from every industry, from construction to uh, the restaurant business to manufacturing, all sorts of businesses. So it's uh, it's an incredible way to learn and to grow together and to build collaborations and all sorts of other great opportunities.
0: Yeah, that's that's amazing. And I've, I've got to ask because I've uh, done live events in the past. I got two in in 2019 <laughs> before I had to cancel in 2020 and beyond. Um, what's that been like for you? through the pandemic? How has your business model changed? And uh, like, I'm mainly wondering um, how many people you're able to serve now with this modified model. Is it still more people? Is it different price points? Just whatever you're willing to share about that. What was that pivot like to go from an in-person event retreat experience to now being on the internet?
1: Yeah, it was a pretty big pivot. Um, I had, you know, a lot of experience. I'm a former educator and then a professional facilitator. So I had a lot of experience being in person with people um, and building out these events like our summit and our camp and stuff. And then when we had to pivot to being online, I was just really lucky that I had such an incredible community of women because not only were they willing to move online, a lot of them, but they wanted to be there to support uh, me and to support the other woman in the community. And to be there for each other as we all kind of navigated our way through this crazy year that we've had. Um, So yeah, it was a big transition, but I was pretty fortunate to have been in business for a couple of years and to have the community that I have around me.
0: Yeah. And and unlike other businesses and people I've talked to on the podcast, even my own business, I I just kind of wake up and think, well, how do I get a lot more customers today? How do I get more people buying my courses or downloading or buying my books, coming to some of my paid workshops and events? you have a very different approach to business. It's not about the volume of humans you can help. It's about going deeper with a smaller number of people. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it's not about the number of people we can get. It's about the right people that we can bring together. Um, So Dovetail is a curated community, whether you're an earlier stage business owner or more experienced. Um, We really look to bring in women who share some core values that we have um, and who are really there to to support other women entrepreneurs and to learn from them and to make a bigger business in the world. Um, so impact is one of our focuses and not all of our ladies run B cores or are conscious capitalists, but they all have a, a greater interest with their business and what they want to do in the world.
0: Awesome. So I, I can, I can get, I mean, this series on my podcast is all around people that are growing their business outside of Facebook ads. And so I could see if you're trying to find a a handful of the right fit people for your program that running a Facebook ad to the masses is is not something that would be beneficial based on your model. So what, what do you do? How do you find those people? How do you start to bring them in and build a very awesome business with, with a select few number of people?
1: Yeah, so we have run uh, ads before. So if anybody's listening to this and they're like, well, I think I've seen a dovetail ad. Oh. We've run ads, we've tested it at some ads. We usually try to really, I mean, I've worked with folks who know a lot more than I do about it, uh, but really highly targeted. Um, so if you've seen an ad, it's probably because you're likely to be strong fit for the community. Um, But any ads that we've ever done in the past all led to an application and then a conversation. So it's never something um, you can typically just, just buy from a sales page or anything like that. Um, the community has grown through referrals from our ladies, uh, especially our more experienced business owners. You know, they oftentimes will know at least one other woman, um, or I've heard of one other woman that they would love to know, but they don't know her yet. So it's easier for me to reach out or for like one team member to reach out and say, um, you know, you were recommended by someone in the community or, uh, your name came up. Um, and then we've outreached that way. Um, so aside from referrals, which up until, just about this year. That was really how we did it. I'm part of a couple other communities. I always ask for those introductions from other folks outside of our community as well. Um, And I've done a lot of cold outreach. We've been gathering email addresses and connections through my LinkedIn account. I've got, I don't know, more than 2,000 Folks on my LinkedIn, um, and we look for people that might be a good fit uh, as far as the stage of business and, and type of company that they're running, uh, and then outreach, and eventually, just the goal is to get them on a phone call and, and have an introductory phone call and learn more about them and see if they might be a fit with the community and if they can serve the woman in our community and if our woman can serve them in their life and business. Then
0: that's that's the goal. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, so I, I can see how easy how it becomes easier over time when you have momentum and you have clients and you have recommendations and you have warm referrals introductions um i, I can I, I would assume that now is slightly easier than it was in the beginning not that you don't have any challenges now and your business is seamless and on autopilot and you you know make a bunch of money without ever lifting a finger I'm not implying that but when you're starting something like this if you were to say if somebody's listening and says okay I want to do something like that I want to host an intimate group of people uh, I want to charge you know a, I don't know your, your ticket prices, but I, I want to charge a, a good amount of money to come to these experiences or these events or be a part of these masterminds um, revolving around experiences and revolving around this curated uh, roster of people. How does somebody get started with that? Because now it could be more referrals and momentum and word of mouth. But in the beginning, take me back there. How'd you get your first batch of, of women to take you up on this new community?
1: Yeah, I definitely understand. Um, because it's, in some ways, this feels like a new business. Um, but you're right, I'm lucky that I have past clients, and we have good testimonials. And so I can lean on that a bit. So when people come to our website, if it's a cold outreach, then they kind of take a look and get a sense of like, oh, there are credible people that are part of this. Um, but when I first started, as I mentioned, with my I was running my other business, and I didn't really know any women entrepreneurs aside from, you know, a couple of connections that I had, Um, but I did know some guys who were entrepreneurs um, and I did participate in a couple of events and things. And so I started with um, kind of what I call my pillar woman at the time. Like they were, I knew that if I could just connect with like five amazing women, originally my goal was actually only 12 women at our first summit. Um, And I thought, okay, if I can get introduced to at least five, they're probably going to know a few more. And then those people will probably know a few more. And I can kind of just leverage that. Um, I also started at a much lower price point uh, than we ended up at. Our first summit was way underpriced and I definitely did not make money on it. <laughs> um, it was a side hustle at the time and it definitely wasn't my priority, the first summit, Um and yeah, I reached out to those those kind of five key women and told them what I wanted to do and um, why I wanted to do it. And I shared the the values that I had set out for the community and what I thought this weekend could be and got them on board. And then they, not only did they introduce me to one person, but they introduced me to like 10 people. <laughs> and I ended up with this big, long list of people and every single person that I asked that I talked to. Um, you know, I was open and I was honest It's the first time we're doing this. Um, so that's why it's it's underpriced right now. But it's something that I think could serve all of us. And do you know any other woman that this would serve? And just about everybody was open to saying either, yeah, like, here's a name or let me think on it and I'll get right back to you. And I always made it really easy for them to connect me. And I still do. Like, even yesterday, I sent out to our community... Um, and email at the bottom of it was like, Hey, if you just copy and paste this and send this to a woman that you think might be a good fit, uh, I'd love to connect with them. So always just simplifying the process, asking for those intros and just starting with a, a handful of core people that you can get bought into what you're doing. Um, that's at least what I did. And I know that it's worked for a couple other people that I've shared that with, but it's not something that, you know, you snap your fingers and overnight you have the community. It's, it was definitely a slower build than
0: that. Yeah. Have you ever seen something like, I might be getting this wrong, but where if you had like, I hate to rank people, but let's say there's a superstar for me, I'd say, I don't know, Seth Godin or Tim Ferriss. I'm like, okay, how, how do I get Tim Ferriss? And then you start to work backwards and kind of look at who they're connected to that aren't as, uh, if you're not A-listers, they're B-listers, which sounds rude to categorize humans, but you know what I mean? They have less influence. They're, they're more likely to give you the time of day Then you go beneath that and start to get momentum. I might be thinking this the wrong way. Like, did, didn't you have like a flagship cornerstone person that was influential among women entrepreneurs that you came to that first event? Am I remembering that right? And then once that happens, then the other snowballs are like, well, listen, she's coming. And we'd love to have you here as well. Or did you go the other way and say, we got to get some momentum. And now I've got 10 people coming. I wonder who they know that would be a good, um, like a good attraction for other people to want to be a part of this community.
1: Yeah. I mean, I didn't have like one big heavy hitter. I didn't have a budget to pay anyone.
0: Yeah.
1: Because um, I know like with MMT, you know, he had like Tim Ferriss come and Gary Vee. And so people were like, oh yeah, I want to spend a weekend with that person. I'll come. But I started with the idea that, you know, we don't have one superstar on a stage. We don't even have a stage. Um, but that we have a really strong peer-to-peer learning model. And so whoever, even if we do have someone sharing in a round table or a talk or anything that is happening, at an event within the mastermind, they're also part of the group. They're there for the whole weekend. They're there and you might sit next to them at dinner or, you know, you're grabbing a glass of wine in the afternoon. You sit down on the sofa and they're right there with you. So I didn't try to attract people based on a couple of big names, but I think those first pillar women and then getting enough women that uh, were active in entrepreneurial circles, I think that gave a bit of credibility and let people know um that were going to come, and i did ask like those first you know five six women i said do you mind if i use your name when i'm talking to other people because they were experienced entrepreneurs so i knew there were some people i could say like oh have you do you know this person well she's coming and i'm so excited that she's going to be there but it wasn't like she was um i don't even know <laughs> arlene dickinson or, or one of those people you know she was right. uh yeah just a, a successful entrepreneur who had a bit
0: of credibility in the community but yeah and the even the the flow that you're sharing with us is is a is a process that i've seen in my own business and my wife's business and other people's businesses I, I call it a a laid back launch or i'm starting to call it a laid back launch where it's not this big song and dance it's this big summit it's this big circus it's this big spotlight thing and there's fire breathers and elephants and there's these all these things you're like oh my gosh what's going on over there i gotta see what's going on what's dovetail that's not the direction it goes it's saying no i need to get people to separate the decision from the details saying i've never done this before uh and uh, but if, you're, if you want this kind of community, if you want this kind of outcome, if you're feeling these kinds of feelings and you want these kinds of outcomes, I'm creating this place and I'd love to have you. And there's not room for a lot of people and we'll see how it goes. And you've been hand-selected by me and you'd be a good fit for this community. You can be a part of something bigger than yourself and not feel alone or whatever words you use in the beginning to get people bought in. And we can do that with all of our stuff. If you're selling a course, you could still do that kind of thing as well. It's, that's what my whole like laid back launch process is. My wife did that with her course last summer saying, if you want to host a virtual event, but you're feeling kind of overwhelmed, I actually have a process I'm doing. I'm launching a course. It's not done yet, but if you want in, here's how to get signed up. And I want to make sure you're a good fit and you'll implement what we learn. And and then the next thing happens where you have to now deliver that amazing experience. Think back to that amazing first experience, what that was like. And I know all the, the thrills and jitters and excitement of of hosting an event. Yours are far more intimate than the ones I would host um, or that I have hosted. I'd love to do something like you, like you do with Dovetail. Um, and then those people get a great result community is built, they have something to talk about, and then invite other people in, and it it grows from there. It, is that sort of how it, it happened? Get those first group of people to buy into the idea and then love on them like crazy so they will love you and love the community and want to bring other people into that, and then it can snowball from there with that just with that core group of early adopters?
1: Yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> I hadn't fully done that intentionally. Like I knew I needed to kind of do a version of that to get those first people there. Um, but I didn't know exactly how it would go. I knew that I was doing everything I could, that I had a great little team helping out for that first weekend that we had together. Um, and that, you know, we might do another one in the future at some point, or we'd see how it went. Um, but yeah, there, I guess a version of that. And, um, you know, I think it really depends on how you define success. Like my current group is not that big. And uh, for some people, they might see that as just not enough for them or, um, you know, our pricing even right now with online, it's not a very, very expensive program. Um, And so I think it just, yeah, I think before even diving into it, people just have to know what is going to feel successful to them. And, you know, do they need to make uh, a million a year or something to feel successful? Like what, what is that? kind of first step before you get to building out a, a laid back launch or a not so laid back
0: launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. What what about I've got I'm curious how you've activated existing people to continue to make it easy for them to refer other people where they know you'll be a good steward of their relationship with that other person, you're not just going to pounce on them and try to swipe their credit card and all that stuff. You want them to see if they're a good fit and if it feels great then they can be invited in. What what tips do you have for people that want to take their existing customer base or their existing community and then make it really easy for them to start to bring in other people.
1: Yeah, I think I've built a bit of trust with our ladies um, as far as, you know, what's gonna happen if they refer someone, they know that I'm gonna have a really good conversation with them, that I'm gonna look for a way to serve that person. So when I get on a call with someone that has been referred in, I'm not you know, talking at them or pitching at them or anything like that. I'm usually just asking questions about their business and their life and what they want to get out of what they're building and what their big vision is and how they want to live with their family. And, you know, what is the good life to them and getting them talking about projects that they're working on or what they're excited about or what they might like to see in their life. And, and I'm not then jumping right into, Oh, we can do that at dovetailing, you know, it's more just like, Oh, that's amazing. And then I look for, you know, I have a lot of connections. I look for, people that maybe I could connect them with or, uh, you know, share something that might help them, whether it's a resource or a book or something, or, you know, have you read this or have you, have you tried this before? You know, let me introduce you to this person, if that would help you. And um, I think our ladies know that that's where my heart is. And that's where the intention of our community is, um, is to serve and to support women entrepreneurs. Um, and then, you know, I'll, if they're interested in hearing about Dovetail, I'll share it. And I think, again, our ladies know that, that that's the sort of approach that I take in our business and in the community. Um, and then it is, it's curated and it's, it's for those that we can really support. And so, yeah, I think for anybody else that wants to take that approach, it has to be the same thing. Your people have to trust that if you get on a call with someone or if you approach someone for a sale, that they're not going to feel, that you were pushy or inappropriate in some way and that they're going to feel supported just the way you want to support your clients. So give them as much as you possibly can, I'd say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. So what What are the word of mouth, uh, are the referrals you get? Do they just, they just happen? Like somebody emails you or sends you a DM or do you have a a form on your site for your existing members to say, hey, if you know somebody who'd like to nominate, fill out this simple form so you can start to build a database, maybe that's me too much in my head of systems and spreadsheets and and CRMs and and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll make it as easy as possible. In that little blurb that I mentioned that I put at the bottom of email sometimes to, to our community members, like I did just yesterday, to our ladies, uh, we had our, our new welcome for our new members, uh, for some of our new members yesterday. And afterwards, I did a follow-up email just with some notes about different links and things. And then, uh, as I'd mentioned when I met with them, and I often will mention like, hey, you know, the community is still open to applicants right now. If you know anyone, I'm gonna send you a little follow-up and you just copy and paste. So in that copy and paste blurb at the bottom of the email, uh, is uh, the link to the, the copy and place blurb actually sends them to the application form. So somebody who wants to refer just sends their friend a quick email. The email goes to them and they hit this type form and they can apply right there. And it saves us you know, back and forth emails or people not knowing what to say or right. you know people not being sure about it. And then in that type form too, if they want to learn more about the community before um, completing the application, they can also pop over and check it out, check out our website and stuff.
0: Got it. Okay. That, that's what I was assuming was, was happening. Some some system like that, um, that we can all be using things like that to make it easy to have people referred to us and come in our two communities. Uh, last question I've got, I'm w- wondering what's next for Dovetail? I know you don't know when this whole thing will blow over and we can get back in person and hang out again, but what's next for Dovetail as it relates to your current model and what do you have on the forecast?
1: Yeah. So I just want to keep working with these incredible women that we have currently in the community. Um, you know, we are continuing to grow the mastermind, um, and to grow our hummingbirds program. So if anyone's listening and they are building a small but mighty business, we have, uh, great weekly sessions with the ladies and hummingbirds. And then for our seven figure plus businesses, we're still growing that community a bit. Um, looking to, Cap out at 75, um, which I know sounds really small to some folks, but with the intentionality and the depth of our programming, it's a really good number. Um, So yeah, just growing those two and serving them. And then behind the scenes, we're uh, looking at working with some other communities and white labeling some of our processes for them. So helping them grow their community without having to do all the background work (laughs) or to know how to build community.
0: Super smart. That makes a ton of sense. Well, I'm excited to get back in person, um, with, with yes. you and other people and they're they're coming back for those of us that just love creating those experiences for people and those high touch connections. It's, it's, uh, been a rough year missing that and trying to recreate that on the internet or via Zoom calls or having a virtual happy hour. And now people hanging out on Clubhouse or other social apps to build that community back up is uh, something that I'm excited to get back in person. And it'll be there eventually. I, I, I'm obviously very optimistic that that'll happen. So where can people go to find out more about you and about Dovetail and see if it's a good fit for them and their business?
1: Yeah, definitely. So we're on Instagram at dovetail community, all one word, um, or www.dovetail.community. That's a .community, not a .com. And dovetail is like the carpentry joint.
0: All right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Alexis, for coming on and telling us how you've grown your business through word of mouth, through awesome referrals, and through a really high-touch curated experience. It's a really interesting approach to uh, to growing a, a high-ticket coaching mastermind kind of program. You've done an awesome job. Thanks for sharing.
1: Thank you so much, Cody. It was great.